Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Roundtable. My name is Dion, and I'm joined here today with Andrew and our special guest, Gavin. Uh, we will be talking about functional fitness and jungling things that shouldn't be jungled. Now, <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason why our special guest is here, because he does juggle things that probably shouldn't be juggled. We always kick it off with our weekly recap on how we feel. Um, this week has been somewhat crazy for me with like the COVID shutdown and then like the COVID unshutdown, I guess. Like gyms were shut down in New York for a week and then they were removed from the shutdown. I don't get why that, I don't know. It was weird, but that, that happened. And other than that, I've just been trying to work. Like I still am steadily working on my website and trying to keep things, I guess, functioning and in the magic realm. Cause you know, other than being a personal trainer, I'm a competitive gamer, aka active gamer fitness for everyone who doesn't hasn't put that together yet. Um, I've been just pre- uh, practicing a lot and streaming on Twitch a lot too. So uh, shameless plug, twitch.tv slash active gamer underscore fitness. You can come hang out with me and show some love. Gavin, what's, how's, uh, what's, what's new this week for you? New this week. We at the gym, pretty standard. Um, started putting together some material to launch like a, a new year's 2021 back to fitness type of program, like to get some new people in the door, hopefully. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Workouts, man. I've been tired. Yeah. Dude. Tired? Me too, man. I yeah. feel like the end of the year is kind of starting to get kind of stressful, you know, I feel like it's wearing and tearing on everybody. Yeah. It's, it's like, what is the state of the union going to do come January? Like we threw this ad out there today and it's just like, uh, I think it got approved to, to be published on Facebook, Instagram and that, um, like 25 minutes ago, I, I looked right before getting on here, right. but it's like, cross oh. your fingers. Is it going to be normal or are people still scared <laughs> to be out in the, in the world? It's, it's kind of, it's, it's unpredictable, but we're going to, we're going to see how it shakes out, but that's been, that's been fun workouts because we're going to talk about workouts i uh, also dude i need to say i am so not a gamer i would suck at video games (laughs) i've got nothing against them i've not played since um playing with a a ps2 and when i was in middle school n64 and a ps2 that's that's like my do you do you have a ps5 no i just play on my pc i'm a pc gamer i'm the i'm everyone makes the joke of the master the uh (laughs) the real gamer Yeah, I got my whole chair, my setup, my little Charmander in the background. Like, as you say, I see chair. (laughs) As soon as you said gamer, I'm like, I I see your chair, dude. Thank you. Oh yeah. If you're not a true gamer, unless you have a really obnoxious race car (laughs) chair, like for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I think I have to flip a kettlebell this week. To be honest, well, I messed around for like maybe five minutes the other day. Yeah, just sometimes that wasn't. That's one of the big questions. Is like so what all do you do for workout? Like this is your whole routine, right? I'm like, no, this yeah. is like five minutes before I go do other stuff or like, yeah, that's, that's one thing that I don't think a lot of people check into on your, on your page. Cause it's obviously mostly kettlebell juggling at this point, but you can still squat what 500 pounds almost, right? At least if not more. Yeah. Probably a little under that. Yeah. Right. I saw you, I saw you hitting 475 at one point and it looked pretty yeah. smooth. 
Yo, so, that's solid weight. Yeah, nah, yeah, for sure. I think that that all helps with the flipping kettlebells. Is it's oh, like, absolutely well, the fact that you can put it in the fucking ceiling, you can, you know, <laughs> you can flip you that up more times than most people. Yeah, you want to get better at uh, kettlebell juggling? Squat. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that just like breath. the rule of thumb like for life just you want to get better at breathing squat like wow. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah i mean my week has been pretty much the same thing what i do nothing really actually i yelled at a person the other day you yelled in, at a person in target yeah not because so i'm very pro-choice when it comes to everything in life yeah uh, i think you can you should make your own decisions right but one person didn't have a mask on in target i don't care i don't care at all but the person at Target walked up to this man, and he's an older gentleman, and that's whatever. And this girl walks up to this guy and goes, sir, can you please put on a mask just for everyone around you? I think you would be a little bit more comfortable. And he takes the mask out of his back pocket and starts looking at her and goes, I'm not going to put this fucking thing on. Absolutely. And starts, like, berating this girl, telling her that, like, you know, he's mm-hmm. not stupid and she's a sh- sheep. And so at that point, it becomes a hey, quit being mean to this girl, right? So I look at him, and I kind of drop my mask on, and I go, quit being a dick. And then literally, like, this other guy looks at him and goes, yeah, fuck you, just put on your mask. And it just literally <laughs> snowballs. <laughs> and I keep walking because I'm not near Hannah. I was looking for something. I can't remember what it was. And I start hearing this man just scream, dude, like, so angry. And it just kind of cracked me up and made my day. The fact that someone who felt the need to make someone else feel bad Got me to feel bad. <laughs> That's awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, so it was just kind of funny. I don't know. Like I said, it wasn't because he wasn't wearing a mask. It was just because he's lit, like looking at her with the saying, shaking at her face, like getting super close, just being a dick. So I didn't like that. It, like, why did you bring it into the store in, in your it, pocket? It, that's my store thing. It's when, like, why do you have it if you yeah. just want to shake it at people and tell them they're yeah. stupid? And I that's think that was, his, that was his thing, you know? So it's like. I go, don't be a dick. He goes, don't be a dick. And he, like his voice gets super, super high pitched. And I start hearing him scream. And then the one kid next to me who's probably around all of our age just, yeah, fuck you. Put on your mask. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the fun wow. part when it snowballs. Oh, yeah, yeah it was, it was, yeah, dude, I was laughing the whole entire time and it cracked me up. For the people who do not know who you are, please tell everybody about yourself and what you do and <laughs> all that good stuff. On behalf of, like the kettlebell specific stuff? Oh, uh, whatever you want. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah please drop your, your Instagram and flipping yeah, kettlebells say, is a huge part of that. But um, just, yeah, you behind the kettlebell and what you do as well. So I live in Nashville. I own a gym. Um, Elizabeth and myself are the, are the two owners of Train 615 in West Nashville. We love it. We bought it during the quarantine. It used to be a different gym that we ran. Um, for people who lived in Michigan and still do live in Michigan, but we essentially bought them out. But in the back corner of the gym, you will find the drop zone. And in the drop zone is where this juggling things that aren't meant to be juggled, which is up for debate, by the way, um, happens. But it's it's kettlebell juggling, which is Russian because where else? Who, who else is going to make up a, a, a sport like that? But uh, if you're not doing push-ups on nails, then you're flipping kettlebells or like ripping decks of cards or some crazy shit. <laughs> but, but with kettlebell juggling, that's what kind of got me noticed on Instagram. And it's not like massive. I've got like 18,000 pe- people who follow me almost. But it went from 800 to that pretty quickly. It went from 800 to 10K very fast, like in the matter of a month and a half, just because big reposts. Because all of a sudden there's this guy in the United States who's 
throwing this yellow 16 kilogram weight up and catching it. Um, and That's I think deal. that it's very cool and I think that it's very aesthetic. And I will disclaim right at the very beginning here that it serves absolutely no purpose. Like the, the crazy flows that I'll do, those are for show. That's just like, hey, look at this. This is trying to be cool. There is definitely a practical application to kettlebell juggling in functional fitness that I truly believe hands down just as far as building explosiveness. Like that has been a game changer for me. That's almost like you want to get better at squatting kettlebell, like juggle kettlebells. I know that that's not a directly applicable. So it may seem, but it's like, dude, that's such a power movement when you're trying to throw quadruples or this or that. But what I would tell other people who are like worried about getting into it and getting injured is so don't throw doubles and don't throw triples. Just throw heavier singles, single reverse, build explosiveness. I would love yeah. to put that in like uh, in a workout and have people just doing like single reverse flips if I didn't think it would fuck up the floor. I, so I do agree with you. I have obviously tried doing juggling a bit and just singles and doubles alone. It is a there's a technique to it. It's not just you throwing the kettlebell up because obviously, you know, me trying it a couple of times when I would throw it up, the kettlebell would just get off axis and be super weird. And the handle would get all goofy and you can't really yeah. catch that. But there is a, a certain way to throw it. And then, you know be safe and singles and doubles. I agree. I think there is a certain explosiveness that, that can be learned with that. You know, you don't get a dime off Instagram. I'm assuming. No, I had somebody. <laughs> yeah, right. And so people are like, Oh yeah, this guy just flips kettlebells. That's it. He's like, no, he actually owns a gym and has to do a lot of things in order to eat. Right. And that's like, as far as the workout stuff in my, my personal fitness journey, that's like 5% of it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just like the whole Instagram page. I don't know. It, that's just like what, what got big, but, um, that you was, know, I saw, yeah, it's going to be big because obviously people don't see people flip kettlebells like that. Right. <laughs> right. I think that when people see it, um, somebody asked today, they're like, Hey, it was, uh, garage gym reviews or something like that. There's this Instagram page. It's really cool. You should check it out where he, this guy like will, review safety squat bars and he'll go over like the pros and cons and the cost and like the and rate each like safety squat bar like seven different brands and he said mentioned something about Eleco and how great their customer service was and how they emailed him right after the thing and like had the and, and wanted to talk about like his review and this and that and I'm like fuck like they've never looked twice at me I send them everything I'm like what a cool sponsor I think that some people get mad about it. Like I'm slandering this piece of equipment and I'm destroying a commercial Olympic lifting platform in the back of a box gym that other people use. I'm like, this is my fucking floor and these are my kettlebells and it's plywood and horse stall mats in the back of my gym after hours. But it's, I would get pissed about that too. Like some guy dropping a uh, cast iron kettlebell on a lifting platform at Family Fitness. It's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I pay to play, baby. This is my spot. Yeah, you, can't, <laughs> you can't do that. You're wrecking somebody's thing. I'm like, well, yeah, after a year, I walked over to Lowe's and bought a $30 piece of plywood. I replaced the floor. Brand new platform. It's like, oh, that's, that's cool. it. Yeah, that's platforms, I, think I mean, that, if anyone really wants to learn how to, how to make a platform, it's not too expensive and it's pretty right. easy. It's not people exactly rocket science, yeah. 
Yeah. They, they scroll through uh, across a video of like the kettlebell flipping way up in the air and they either love it or they hate it. Or it's, they think like, you guys realize that it's only 16 kg, right? You guys know that kettlebell is only 35 pounds, right? And it's like, you throw yeah, it, and, I, it. And, and I think people think 35 pounds is pretty heavy. And I know, I mean, for some people it is, but for an active guy like you, you know, who works out pretty much daily, 35 right. pounds isn't that heavy. And it's very, very, kettlebells are amazing in the way that they're very specifically designed for one hand. And so you really can throw those things and, and catch them. And it's not that hard. Like, um, I don't know what the move is called, but I would throw it up and it wouldn't, um, it would stall in the air. It wouldn't flip at all. But I would do that. And it would get almost 10 feet in the air. I was throwing yeah. this thing so high, you know, and it's, it's, to throw a kettlebell is not impressive, but to do what you do is is a little bit more precise and a lot more cooler, you know? <laughs> well, that's the, it's usually like the CrossFit crowd is like, you realize right. that's only 35 pounds, right? Like degrading it or saying that it's like not as oh, impressive because yeah. it's a lightweight. It's like, but you also juggle what? 32 uh, kilos up? Yeah, up to, up to 48, really. 48. Yes. Yeah, so that's almost 112 pounds. I think it's 112 pounds. It's 105.8. Yeah. Points. So. It's not like you're just throwing around 35 pounds. You're throwing around 100 plus pounds. So, <laughs> but also, man, the deceleration piece is like gravity is 9.8 feet per second per second. You throw that thing up to the ceiling. That's 10 foot ceiling. That's things coming down a lot heavier than 35 pounds. Do people and really like the, come at you and like say you're not like doing anything impressive or try to no, like degrade or like down on me, you? That's like me trolling the comments when it I get like reposted on Wave TV or like a bigger page with like five million followers who will comment then there's always like some dickheads in there who are like you realize that it's only like 35 pounds right it's like yeah who, who was it that i fanboyed for you and i freaked out on this page because it didn't uh tag you in it like uh -huh. you were you were reposting on something and obviously don't mention them because fuck them they they tried stealing people off you but yeah at one I point i don't remember but yeah you said you like, <laughs> yeah, some, a great job yeah some uh some person tagged gavin in a in a post and not tag sorry he didn't yeah. tag kevin in a post and reposted and was like oh check this out follow me and i'm like that's not you motherfucker like so i obviously <laughs> tagged the person that was actually responsible for the video which is gavin i'm like yeah do you see how this dude is trying to steal your views blah 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 and i just like three comments in a row which probably actually helped their act like their algorithm so <laughs> i probably gave them more views which you know fuck me but Whatever. i was just pissed because <laughs> obviously, if you, I don't know. I, I'm never gonna post on, you know, I'm never gonna post you, Dion, and and be like, oh yeah, get 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 fit with Cape and Barbell. Bye yeah. bye, bro. You know, oh, I, I mean, I would, that would be funny though. That would be, it, I would let it, it happen. Be funny. I, I mean, it wouldn't even be, I wouldn't even be mad if you did that to me, dude. I'd be like, Dion, come on now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, be respectful. You know? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing, bro? Hey, I got this guy super strong and winning powerlifting meets in like six weeks, all online programming. All it's online like, programming. <laughs> yeah. ActGamerFitness.com. It's like, bro, fuck out of here. I don't know. I don't like that kind of stuff. No, that's terrible business ethics. For real. Yeah, I agree. Obviously, like I said, it's just a fitness or a fitness What's Instagram, usually, which, I, like I said, I don't know. I would love to know what what you have to hit algorithm wise to make money off Instagram, because, like I said, you don't make a dime off Instagram, right? Like you're not making thousands of dollars. People see, you know, eighteen k, nineteen k, fifty k, and they're like, "Oh, that person must just make all this money off Instagram," but really. Like I still have to have my my day well, job, you know. What it's what it's done for me so far is like this jacket was mailed to me, this t-shirt was mailed to me, these sweatpants 
were mailed to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like my entire wardrobe has, has flipped over. But as far as the monetary benefit, there's been one person, they were like a musician and asked if I would put their link in my bio for like a week or so their best breakfast, um, chill music. But uh, I I put their link that then they paid me fifty bucks just to do that and like have it in the back of a song. But that's the only like monetary benefit that I've received from Instagram. I don't know how that works. Like everybody's like you hit ten k and all of a sudden just like money comes flying in. I'm like, but it's got to come from somewhere. Like what does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> paid by Instagram. It's like I think that it's it's like endorsements. Like people will ask, hey, can you do this because you have a reach that's specific to the fitness community. Like I I won a t shirt in some drawing and I'm like, I know how that goes. You're doing a random drawing. Who has the most followers? Who lives in our city? Who has a reach in the fitness industry? Oh, yep, you've won the random drawing. It's like, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So that geez, man, all these all these things are are because of like the the juggling. So let's kind of like move into that. So we we were gonna talk about juggling crazy things and I'm not a juggler, but like I know you do some juggling, Andrew, right? Just like in your spare time. That was actually how uh, Gavin and I hooked up because okay. he was juggling. Don't say, and don't say I, it like that. Uh, that's how me and Gavin got a little weird. Um, <laughs> I, followed his, I followed his page, thought he was doing things that were absolutely insane. Yeah. And then he posted something one time that said, hey, I'm doing this. Does anyone have some tips of how I can do something? And I reached out and I was like, yeah, actually, like I juggle. And I saw him a video of me juggling. I was like, I can show you how I how I catch this and I can tell you how I catch this. And then from there, I mean, we just that's, pretty much. And that's how you, you two know. linked up? That's awesome. That's yeah, like a- for the most part, yeah. Because I thought about it because, you know, we recorded a, a podcast last week that will air after this one. And um, we were going back and forth. And I was like, how, how do I actually? Because, I mean, it's not like every day that you just follow someone and you start talking to them, you know? So no, uh, we we're going back and forth, wondering how it happened. That's pretty much how we ran it. What? So you were juggling kettlebells. Like, what gets someone like into juggling a kettlebell? Like, what made like like you said you wanted to do like biceps curls or something? Like, when I wanted to become a, a better soccer player, I like looked up some YouTube videos, figured out some things I wanted to do, did a little bit of research on uh, professional soccer training, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna start training with a weighted vest, like what threw you into the realm of just like, I'm going to pick up this kettlebell and start tossing it up in the air and like catching. This fun question. I got in a bad car accident, um, rolled, tore my PCL in my left knee. Oh, and like, I was, I was totally fine. Um, I like bruised, but my knee went into the passenger side dash board area and i it ended up that's like the leading cause for tearing your pcl i'm like god damn it so that happened and i didn't squat i didn't really like do any leg stuff i i was bench pressing and doing some other upper body stuff like did not want to do anything with legs and i was getting very bored because i'm like is this going to heal anytime soon i'm not gonna have surgery on it is it torn completely is it just kind of just kind of a little fucky which it is it is torn um i've not had surgery i'll get around to that eventually your pcl is not entirely necessary it's definitely helpful but it's not like tearing your acl but anyways that's where i saw on instagram drew miller i don't know if you're familiar with drew miller he's a dude 
he's in Canada. I think he's in like Canada and Miami or something, but he's a kettlebell guy. And I saw him doing like a very basic juggling flow with a yellow 16 kilogram kettlebell. And it was like a double reverse between the legs and then a, like a tactical punch flip. So a punch where you switch hands and then he did it on repeat. And I was like mesmerized. So I went back to the little lifting platform that we had just acquired and decided to try to flip the little cast iron 35-pound kettlebell, and it went terribly. Like I did singles. I could not figure out how to throw a reverse. I was like, it's got to be the kettlebell. So I got online, and I ordered a PRX Performance 16-kilogram kettlebell. Um, And when that came, that helped a, a little bit. But that was just like an idea was born. And it like everything else is like, but what if I want to tr- throw a a double? Like, what do I need to do? Or what if I'm throwing a, a mug spin? Like I saw some Russian guy doing this, but I was just looking up like the, the hashtag kettlebell juggling. Cause I'm like, do other people do this? Or is this just this Drew Miller guy every once in a while? Come to find out it's like a competitive sport in Russia. Dove further on, like just on Instagram into kettlebell juggling and come to find out it's like a competitive sport in Russia. But they have been trying to learn their style. It's a very organized and very, for lack of a better term, boring. There's some cool moves, but it's it's not like I was more interested in, yeah, that's cool, but what if I spun it on my forearm? Man, that would be cool. Or like what if I did a – if I flipped it up and then pushed the handle and made it flip back the opposite way, call it a, a tap flip or whatever. Or what if I did a punch but then a, a reverse out of it? Or what if I did it from the ground or just all these like different ideas of, of these moves. And I'd get all these comments from Russians. Like that's not a, that's not a scorable move. I'm like, I, I don't even know what that means. Like that's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, real quick, I'm just I mean, my weight. right. Yeah. Real quick. I mean, people can follow your page and learn kind of what I'm talking about, but a windmill is a lot more of a classical Russian yes. move that is scorable. And you know, there are, different ways that a flip is scored. You know, there's the windmill that goes, if it's higher, if there's more flips, there's different ways. But like, like you were saying, a forearm spin, which like I said, people can follow you and look you up on Instagram and, and, and learn what I'm talking about. A forearm spin is not a move that you just do in competition. So you're right. kind of, and, and the way you, as, as, you know, to try to put this in perspective, because obviously no one's going to be able to see us going, across your body sideways is a windmill but going forward like a normal quote-unquote american kettlebell swing is not some something that that russians score and so you're not only doing things that people have never seen before but you're doing things that like you said aren't even competition scoreable so they they do score those moves like you could face forward the entire time you just so i'll i'll see if i can explain a, a little bit of how they they score it with those they have what's called bundles. So mm-hmm. if I do a triple flip just facing forward and catch it, that's like 0.3 points. And then if I do another one, I get another 0.3 points and another one 0.3 points. But if I do it as a as a mill, so what you're saying windmill where you throw it and it stays in constant motion and you catch it and go right into another one, and then another one that would be like 0.3 points and then the second one they count as 0.3 plus 0.3 cuz you stacked them and then the third one would be 0.3 plus 0.3 plus 0.3 so it's 
it's complicated, but they they basically reward fluidity. So if I could go in more in more of a fluid, like doing that, like you're playing the air guitar with your arm going around in a big ass circle. If you can do that on repeat, you get a lot more points than if you were to just face forward and do like one spin and then like do another flip, even if they were quintuples. So it's, I, I think that they did that in a way to promote that advanced strategy of doing mills and then doing mills with turns, which get really hard because it's just all about bell placement. And like the 35 pounds is only 35 pounds, but if you catch it one inch away from where it's supposed to be in a mill, like it's, you will not go into another move. You're done. So that part, I, I respect like their their knowledge to do that, to be like, yeah, we're going to kind of weed out just the people who can do cool stuff facing forward. My focus has never really been on that, but I've received so much feedback from the Russian um, following who's like, try this style. or like pushing me to try this and try this and try this. And I told Andrew, I was like, I just kind of looked at him. I'm like, you asked for this. That's so now, it. now I'm I'm getting deep into it. My my goal is to do a competition and do like a fancy somewhere in the routine, like a forearm spin, a double over the shoulder, like fancy non-scorable move, and get penalized but still win. <laughs> so like you're about to join the uh, kettlebell juggling circuit. That's what that just sounded like. So you're about to be the next the next pro in the in Russia. You're gonna move out to Russia now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Join the, I'm joining the Soviet Union. It has gained so much popularity in the last year. More people doing it, or messing around, or reposting it, and like hundreds. So that's why I've gained the respect of the Russian people. Is I'm doing things that they haven't done or can't do. I'm not the world champion in their competitive style. That dude could could beat me in that style for now. But it's more about like so many people, like hundreds of people have have started doing this. And tagging me, tagging them. So I think that they've given me a lot of respect as far as like, thanks for pushing our sport and like getting this pretty big. And like, they've gotten a bunch of clients from other countries outside of Russia and like the US who, like I was, I was saying, I need to start like a platform because there's, I've gotten a bunch of questions, but it's like, I know that it's giving them more business as well, just interest in the sport. And that makes me sit back and think like, dude, curling is in the fucking olympics we throw a concrete disc and slow it down with brooms archery is impressive it's like accuracy you're shooting a bow and arrow but like there's some there's some stuff that's in my opinion not as cool <laughs> in the olympics so i'm like this just needs to be legitimized as a sport and that's when i, th I think things get a little bit different or very cool yeah would you ever be interested in like starting something in the u.s like that like starting your own league or trying to get that like taking that wave or that popularity and pushing it into a way that now you can even compete yourself so it might give you like i know that's how it is for me when it comes to like pretty much everything because i'm a competitive person throughout like in general even if it's like uno or yahtzee i want to win and like the moment i'm doing something for fun i always try to think of a way to make it into a competition and then that gives me like the extra drive to, you know, maybe try a different move or like something different in my like gameplay or my fitness. Like, all right, I'm training, you know, I'm doing 20 pull-ups, but if they came out with a pull-up competition in my city, I might like try to go for like a hundred a day or something, you know, something crazy. So like, have you ever given that any thought? I think that would be awesome. It's like freestyle. Like how do you score? a big air competition for snowboarding in the X games. 
You know, it's like you could score those moves. I think that that would be awesome to do something like that. Like make it competitive and make it a thing. Maybe not like an organization. I don't know how to go about doing that. Like as far as, hey, sign up for my kettlebell certification. Can I do that? I don't have a kettlebell certification. I'm just good at using a kettlebell. <laughs> but like creating a, like a, I think it'd be so cool to create like a juggling style certification with as far as different experience goes and, and even host competitions because I think that you could score it. You could do it in a way where it's like we're going to do you put put together a 20 move routine or 10 moves or it could even be the classical style i don't know but like to do it in in the united states where it's not virtual cuz everything right now covid reason is covid but also it's this is how they would do it otherwise cuz it's like i'm not going to get on a plane and fly out to russia and spend 3 grand on a trip to do a sport that doesn't pay out any money yeah, I just get a, a trophy <laughs> and come home. So it's like it, if it becomes legitimized, that'd be awesome. Um, that'd be like if kettlebell juggling were legitimized as a sport, then uh, it's cool to think like, hey, you'd be a professional athlete tomorrow. Yeah, that would be a solid pickup. Like, Right. But right I, now it's just like a, a weird thing that people are doing with kettlebells. <laughs> and it's sort of a little bit of a movement, but it's like, we'll see where it goes. Did that bring more business into your business? Did you... No, not at all. Gotcha. No, all it did is like every once in a while I'll be somewhere downtown Nashville or like went to Asheville and standing in line for a brewery. It's somebody turns around and they're like, hey, our weird question. I'm sorry, but are, are you like really big into kettlebells? And I just like laugh. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, are you twisted steel cheat meal? I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> That's uh, sick. That's happened a few times, which is cool, but it's just funny. It's like, just social media and Instagram account. Like, are you twisted steel cheat meal? I'm like, yeah, hi, my name's Gavin. I'm like, good to <laughs> meet you. That's so cool. <laughs> That's dope. Are you like the guy who flips kettlebells? I'm like, yeah. But what's <laughs> helped with that is like everybody follows Wave TV. That's a really cool page or like Spectacular or Superhuman's Power. It's all like cool fitness features or just cool videos. So first time I get a text from my brother, it's like, hey man, go look on Wave TV. And I go on there and it's me. I'm like, holy shit. I, I hit you up when you were on Wave TV. I was pumped, yeah. dude. I was like, or oh I'll yeah, get, Gavin, what's up, dude? And you're like, I'll get texts from friends who, I don't do any of the Snapchat discovery stuff, but it's, I guess I'm on there all the time on Wave TV and other channels. People will be like, dude, you're on this big page. I'm like, cool. Like, yeah, you're flipping you kettlebells. Know that stuff's out there. I think that's the best way though. Like, and it just in life, I mean, it's always, I guess it's very, it's always a small percentage, like how everything is like the one in 1 million people, you know, who might this, this might happen, but it seems like you didn't just do it to gain popularity or you're not just like, you know, taking your shirt off and doing the typical thirst trap. You're just like, I really enjoy this. And for some people, I mean, that stuff is that stuff is hard to come by. Like some people never, you know, like you hear this on motivational things and like entrepreneurs and stuff. They're like, oh, you just do what you love and you won't work a day in your life. And he's like, it's kind of like not true sometimes, but it like for some people it just it just hits. Like it doesn't sound like you woke up and are like, I need to get a bunch of followers on Instagram. I really want to just start throwing this kettlebell because I know people are gonna like it. It's like I want to try this out. Like this looks fun, and then it just happened to be a little bit more, you know. One thing I will say on that, uh, when it comes to working a day in your life, or not, sorry, not working a day in your life. If you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. I started doing what I loved, and I have not had a day off in God knows when. 
Yeah, so I actually, you, wake work, up you will work every. <laughs> yeah, you will work every day. <laughs> you will work way more. It's funny though. That is like, I guess that's like a thing. Like when I started like my own business and everything, I started waking up like extremely early. You know, everyone's trying to get to the gym earlier, so I got to be up before then to do my stuff. And then like next thing I know, I'm like, yeah, once I start my own business, I'm gonna sleep until one eight, one p.m. I'm gonna like do all this stuff, and now I'm like, nah, I'm trying to wake up at like. 6 30 a.m every day can't do that <laughs> yeah gavin wakes up at 4 4 a.m so he can attest that you don't get to just sleep in if you have your own business for sure <laughs> we came into this with the idea of getting functional fitness into the topic so i'm thinking you know that's really um, kind of up your guys alley, right because yeah gavin just, yeah. i think functional fitness is like the best thing you can do for your entire life i don't know whenever i train clients um Functional what is fit- functional fitness? So functional fitness is doing movements and exercise. Like the way I try to like break it down a little bit is it's movements and exercises that you would use in a daily life. Like, so a squat is an exercise or a movement you would do in your daily life or a lunge, you know, but doing a bicep curl is not something you're going to do in your daily life or a tricep extension or a leg extension or a hamstring curl like those things you might do you know and incorporate into like a like a running like it might be all things into one like if you're going to sprint it's going to be you know your quad and your hamstring and your glute multiple muscles so when i say like functional training you want to go pick up your grocery bag and then do a bicep curl with it you would squat down you would grab it and you would stand back up and you would bring it close to your body. So you're using your upper back or your bicep, upper back, and your legs. So it's a it's an accumulation of multiple movements or multiple muscles into one thing. And like I said, I just always try to break it down and make it simplified and say, if you're gonna do it in your everyday life, then the exercise that correlates with that is probably a functional exercise. Okay. So me personally, I think functional exercise or functional movements are a perfect example of what like gavin does right because he can throw kettlebells 10 feet in the air so functional movements for me or exercise is fitness rather functional fitness is being able to do whatever you want with your body if you want to be able to do a split then functional fitness for you is probably doing yoga or stretching a little bit more than i do Mm -hmm. if functionally fit is like you said squatting down and almost deadlifting a, a grocery bag then maybe you should learn how to deadlift if you want to learn how to throw things in the air, then you know mm-hmm. there's a lot of things you probably have to learn how to do. But I think functionally fit is different for everybody, and you know, like I said, I think that kind of is shown on Gavin's page because, like he said, he's not throwing kettlebells for fitness. He's not doing it because it benefits anything other than maybe explosiveness. But he's just doing fun, and the fact that he can train in a way that allows him to do that is functionally fit. You know, so. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, to, to touch on that, like, it's something that um, when I'm training my clients and they always say, like, I've never done this type of exercise. So, like, I'll train them. For example, one of my clients is a, a new father. He just had a baby. And I'll have him do, like, an isometric contraction where he's pulling in a resistance band and then he's doing a rear row with his other hand. Or he's doing a, he's going to pull a resistance band and then do a squat. 
And he's like, why am I doing this? I'm like, well, sometimes you like grab your kid and you'll hold them and then you have to squat down and pick up their toys. I'm like, so you're training your body to understand these movements and using muscles that you might not think about using that might prevent some injuries. And he's like, I would have never thought to like incorporate this type of exercise. Like what's an isometric contraction. And I'm like, those are things you don't really see a lot. The Instagram, I always say the Instagram life throws this kind of to the side. Some people see like this guy doing 500 pounds, like bench press, but no one, not a lot of people, you know, showcase doing resistance band training or doing 10 reps with no weight where they just put their arms against the wall and do a half push up and come back, you know? So when you bring out different types of like movements like this, I was like, yeah, man, you could, there's all types of things, you know, there's all types of things that can help you move throughout your daily life. And like simple things like that with like a baby, like he was just saying that, well, you know, she's getting heavier. And I didn't notice it at first because when I picked her up, when she was 10 pounds, it felt like nothing. But now that she's 22 pounds or 30 pounds, it's so much different. And I'm like, yeah, like you got to have your body correlate with what you're doing. You know, you got to make sure you're training in a way that that's effective for you. And he's like, yeah, just like the way that you can prevent injury injury from functional training, I think is, is a big benefit as well. So like, there's just so much that goes into it. Like lastly, it, it depends once you, like you said, it really depends on what you're going for. Like sometimes you don't have, if you're going to be a bodybuilder, you don't have to do functional training. Like that's not in your, in your wheelhouse. You don't have to do that. But if you're going to do, you know, be a basketball player, maybe you want to be a little bit more functional than non-functional. You know, you want to incorporate more functional movements than, you know, something that might not be along the same lines or aligned with your goals. See, it cracks me up because I always think that I've gotten this question or answer or statement at least a couple times. And it's like, you do powerlifting. What happens if you have to run for your life? It's like, well, if I'm at a bar or an event and someone attacks me or my girlfriend, I'm not going to run away. So being able to run is not functionally fit for me. Functionally fit is different for everyone, right? You know, I like to powerlift. I like to be bigger. I'm not going to go run a marathon. So what I train for, and plus I'm a mover by trade. When I'm not personally training, I'm either doing moving, I'm doing delivery, I'm doing, you know, manual labor. So me being able to pick up heavy things is very functional for me. So there's a big difference for me being able to pick up heavy things compared to someone who likes to run. It's all dependent on what your life is based around, which is all based off what you like to do, you know? So I like that question. I think it's hilarious. That's great. What if I get in a fight at a bar? I'm going to crush you. I'm going to eat your liver. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to run. You wish I'd run. That's solid. I I always think of that question too. It's like, what am I training to run for? And it's like, I train for sports, but if I'm at a bar, I'm usually like, I, I got like a few options. Like, I really don't feel like running today. So <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I sent my buddy, my buddy uh, took a video today of him deadlifting around 400 pounds. And I love it. You know, very, very happy to see people, you know, crush goals. But he took another picture of his weight and it was 148. And he goes, let me know when you see this pound for pound. And I go, and I sent him back. There's no weight classes in the jungle. And he immediately just <laughs> was like, you're right. 
It just cracks me up. I love I love seeing people pound for pound strong, but like I said, when it comes to a bar fight and someone's fucking with my woman, I don't care how much you weigh or how much I weigh. I need to make sure I'm bigger and That's dumber and stronger than you are. <laughs> <laughs> There's no weight classes in the jungle. That's that's a solid nope. quote. Like, <laughs> dude, geez. So yeah, uh, Evan, how do you, how do you feel about functional training in terms of like your daily workouts? I know you probably do. Do you do more functional training than like powerlifting, or do you kind of just do a mix of everything? Last couple of years has been a, a very vast mix of everything. Used to be just hardcore aesthetic training, like bodybuilding style workouts, doing the quad extensions and spider curls, having my arms linked over a bench, like very not functional. I'm not burning a lot of calories. I'm trying to push weight and make myself look good. But then it was honestly the year before moving down here. I started messing around like on a BOSU ball. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I saw somebody do a pistol squat. Let's see if I can do a pistol squat and tried doing a pistol squat and then tried doing a pistol squat on the BOSU ball and then tried doing a jump up onto the BOSU ball that was on a box and landed a pistol squat. And it's just like that whole, how can we level up and level up and level up that blindly brought me into functional training. And then I'm like, holy shit, like years later, I'm like, dude, I've not I've not done a like a robot curl or a spider curl or whatever the fuck you want to call it in like a, like three years. I've been doing box jumps to pistol squats. I've been learning how to do backflips and and things like that. So I I largely think that it's like I agree with you. Like it's so specific to what you want to do, but also like what you said, Andrew is like it is getting you to be able to do whatever you want to do. I want to learn how to do handstands. It's like oh yeah, so uh, learn how to do handstands. What get do you strong need? shoulders, right? Get mobile shoulders. So there's ways to be able to do handstands, right? It's backtrack. Like, what do I need to do to learn how to do this? Even with like the 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 aspect of the kettlebell juggling, you watch a video. Oh, it was a little off axis. What if I move my thumb up a little bit? It's like, well, yeah, that that changes things. So, I, as far as functional fitness, have always prescribed it always for other people, clients. Um, members at the gym, like when we do workouts, everything is functional. How many calories can we burn? How can we involve some other muscle groups? Or like what you were saying with the with the grocery bag, or my kids getting heavier. Like wait, it's like kinetic chain, kinetic chain. You can, you don't just want to like do a, a a glute kickback. It's like well, what if we could do something that would light up your entire kinetic like posterior chain? Like that that's much more functional. That's much more beneficial. That's gonna use larger muscle groups, burn more calories, be more functional overall, but also it's going to help you with what the fuck you're trying to do. Yeah. I was going to say, I liked what you, what you said about like backtrack and like, I always use like with my clients, I say like reverse engineer what you're doing. Like yeah. if you want to be the final product of being able to do 10 burpees or a backflip, it's like, well, what's the, well, what's the, the finished result? You doing a backflip. Okay. Well, how do you get there? Well, you got to do a tuck jump. Okay. Well, you learn some tuck jumps. Now you got to add some rotation. Well, what gives you, what makes you rotate? Okay. These muscles make you rotate. All right. You got to work on your core because you have to rotate in the air. All right. You have to land properly. Well, how's your landing? Do you have bad landing posture? Okay. We got to work on that. And then it's like, then you get down to like the basics, like, are your calves strong enough to even jump that high? Like how high can you get? <laughs> and then you're like, okay, we got to start at a with some calf raises into like B jumping half off the floor into 
you hit the backflip. So it's like people, yeah, people think that doing a backflip is crazy and unique and and stupid. But if you really break down the physics of a backflip, it's actually extremely simple. It's almost like a bench press, right? If you were to take a bench press and go, can you do a push up? Cool. Can you do a plank, which is even more of a regression than a push up? Sick. Go to a push up and then you go to maybe a dumbbell bench press and then a full on bench press with a bar. It's like, can you do a jump? Can you calf raise? Can you do a tuck jump, like you said? And then can you rotate? Rotating is very easy. It does not take too much. Your core will get sore, though. I, Gavin, I hope you can attest to this. If you have ever done enough flips in one day, you're going to get extremely sore. The sorest my abs have ever been. Yes, sir. Yeah, backflips make my abs incredibly sore. The most sore, I think, was I had like a moderate sled push it was like 250 pounds push it 60 feet and then do a backflip and then do it back and then do a backflip and do that 20 times like 20 lengths but it's like your legs are fatigued so much more core recruitment when you do that backflip that yeah, was the next day. That was like that was a mistake i feel like i've fallen out of a yeah pushed out of a helicopter wow yeah see this and this is what we try to say like to everyone um and i think for our podcast, we stress this a lot is that make it specific to you. And honestly, like if you're not in the realm of juggling a kettlebell or powerlifting, um, but if you're like not powerlifting <laughs> or, or things of, of that nature, you want to just make sure that you're doing it to your best of ability and understanding how you're doing that. Like we said, using your kinetic chain, keeping your, your spine neutral, like doing what you're what you want to do if if it means like you want to be a better gardener like just understand what it takes to be a better gardener and like what muscles you're recruiting and things you're doing with your body and just be better at that and that's what we're here for when we stress that you don't have to be like us you don't have to be you know a soccer player or someone who's doing you know like half parkour half kettlebell tosses and then or like Andrew throwing up hella weight, benching, squatting a bunch of weight, you know, like you don't have to do that. And like, that's what we try not to stress is like, it's, if you want to try it, please. Like, that's what we're here for. It's like, try it, like, give it a shot. Don't be afraid of it because it, it might seem hard or it might seem difficult. But as you heard Gavin, he's like, yeah, just like, watch yourself. Like maybe give it, like, just start with a single, watch where your hands go, watch where your fingers go. Like, just feel it because the worst thing that could happen is what you drop it. I mean, it's probably worse than that, but <laughs> well, the worst thing that happens is you travel on your fucking head, and your yeah. dad, which I think is a lot of people who call Gavin stupid. They're like, do you realize what's going to happen if you drop that wrong? It's like, yeah. Do you realize what's going to happen if you drive in a car? You're taking a thousand pound piece of equipment and putting 70 miles per hour to it. Yeah. If you crash, you're going to die. So uh, if you drop a kettlebell wrong, you might hit your head, but obviously you have proprioception and you can realize where that piece of weight is you're not an idiot you know so like it sounds <laughs> weird but like you know you're like trying to stop it exactly on a dollar you're like watching the mm -hmm. tens place two three four five six seven eight nine zero like release that is how i describe like catching a quadruple with a kettlebell is that you're, you're you're one two three four put your hand in one four put your hand in and it's like stressful or not because you know like you're watching the handle. That's like the, the functional fitness piece of that for me is coordination. 
Yeah, for like sure. One, one big through the roof because of that. Like somebody throws a ball and it's like, Doop. whoa, that's I've never been that good at like catching something with my left hand, like on a whim. Yeah. So it's, it's funny because I'm, I'm left-handed and I juggle right-handed. I'm a, yeah. I'm a right-handed juggler. Uh, and I also, you know, like you were saying with the flips, me juggling and also diving made me much more coordinated and a lot more athletic than I should be, you know. And so when it comes to sports and, and different things, it progresses very, very well and definitely makes things a lot more easy, which they look stupid. But like I said, progressed easily. Like, Dion, have you ever done a backflip? On a trampoline. Okay, but never on, never on ground, right? Never on ground. I could teach you how to do a backflip in 20 minutes. I and that's not because that. you're incredible, which you are, but it's because I can show you how to do a bench press. I can yeah. show you how to do a backflip. It's it's very simple. It's We always stress this too. Is like, obviously, if you're brand new to anything and you try to like do it, without any inclination of how it's done, yeah, you're going to drop a kettlebell on your head or, but like us as individuals, we have done this multiple times. Like we've practiced this. We didn't start out, you know, like I always say, it's like, I didn't start out by swimming in the ocean. Like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't learn how to swim by going to the dark depths of the Atlantic and trying to figure out how to go through the tides. Like you start off in a small pool, like, we, we don't just go from level one to level 1000. Like that's not how it's ever done. So like you count one, yeah. two, three, four, up to a thousand, man. Yeah. So like when someone like makes a statement like that, like, Oh, like, aren't you afraid you're going to do this? It's like, I've done this a thousand times. And yeah, like I might've like, like box jumps. I always say box jumps. Like, aren't you afraid you're going to fall? It's like, I've done millions of box jumps. It's just, I've practiced this. Yeah. To you, it might seem outlandish but to me like there's been some fails but i'm conscious enough like you said to okay i'm gonna move my foot out of the way if this happens or i'm gonna just when i fall i'm gonna fall in a certain way because you've done it so don't don't look at it as if like you're gonna get killed like you will if you start try to get on level 1000 right away you know start the game on hard mode but if you don't go to legendary and you just start off at beginner you'll be all right (laughs) Yeah, I equate Gavin struggling to my parkour, like free running days. You know, like I was doing back flips, front flips, side flips, jumping off ledges, being quote unquote stupid. But really, I didn't start off by jumping off a 10 foot beam and doing a back flip or a, a back 360. I started off by learning how to do a back flip, right? And so people say Gavin's being stupid, quote unquote, by throwing this kettlebell up. But it's not like he started off by throwing a, a quadruple or a, you know, a punch flip triple or something crazy it's like you figured out how the mechanics worked and really in the way i'm trying to equate this is that i never actually really got hurt doing my flips i never got hurt parkouring or free running quote unquote because i knew the progressions i was never idiotic in my approach same thing with you gavin you're a very seasoned trainer you know how to use your body in a way that you're able to do some pretty crazy things and people aren't used to that and it's not because you're dumb. It's because you're actually incredibly intelligent. You got to teach me how to do a side flip. I've wanted to do that. Super simple. While. I got you. It seems like it would be simple. I Now that we've got that air track, I've got... Actually, do you want to hear the cool thing about side flips? What's that? They're the only flip you can do where you can see the ground the whole entire time. 
the uh the other piece that kind of piggyback off what you guys were saying with all this crazy stuff and comments and whatnot is like dude nobody's asking you to do this stuff this is yeah this is hey check out my cool video it's like nobody's asking you to try to do this but so much more in the sense like the progression piece like nobody i didn't start with throwing a quadruple fuck no that's intimidating that's scary that's that's moronic it's like you nail in what I could do. If you scroll far enough back on my Instagram, there's like videos of me doing 11, 11 doubles in a row. And I just think it is the shit. Like, I think I am the coolest person on the planet. Like, I just did 11 doubles with the cast iron bell that weighs 26 pounds or whatever. I'm like, that was it. It's like, I obviously did not pick up a kettlebell and go do this. Um, what we're doing now, it's like the... We're talking about the progression piece. I was like, dude, if you go far enough back in my Instagram, there's a video of me doing like 11 doubles. And I think I'm just the shit. I'm like, this is this is the coolest thing on the planet. Everybody look at this. And it's like, cool. And now it's like, yeah, now I'd watch someone doing 11 doubles and be like, solid, solid work. Yeah, that's um, cool. yeah good, good job. That's funny because not that I can equate what I do juggling wise to what you do with kettlebells because obviously i'm not a world champion i'm not even a contender i'm not even close but like i said the reason why you and i both know each other is because you asked on your instagram one time probably jokingly how do you get better at this and i actually responded you know and to see someone juggle kettlebells i'm like okay i could probably do that because i juggle anything and then to try it, I, you know, dropped the kettlebell 4,000 times. I ended up doing it outside because to dent grass is much easier to dent, you know, pavement or concrete. And same thing with you, right? If you were to pick up juggling, you know, pins or balls or whatever, you wouldn't be able to do it very well. And so to step into a realm when it comes to those different things is so funny because the hand-eye coordination equates, but the muscle memory doesn't. And that's so much different. I just, that's a big thing I tell people a lot is that you're not not strong. You just don't have the muscle memory. You know, if you can squat 200 pounds, you have the ability to squat 400 pounds. Just a little bit later on, you know, like you have to wait. It's not so much a strength issue because I saw someone, a lot of my buddies send me videos. One of my friends sent me a video of him squatting 315 for three. And I go, the first squat was a 400 pound squat. And I meant that because he fucking smacked that home. It was such a nice squat. And, but he's not able to squat 400 pounds. But if you put 400 pounds on his back and he did that squat, I think he would have been able to do it. Not because he's strong, but because, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I think muscle memory really plays a huge factor in a lot of the stuff to bring that all home and to make a very, very long story done the whole, the whole full circle. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i feel that i mean i think i think that's solid so i mean we pretty much crushed it today on on all things and andrew gave us a nice little piece at the end so gavin do you want to drop your uh instagram and everything uh where we can find you and yeah um my instagram is twisted steel cheat meal um you should just probably be able to type that in but it's underscore in between each word twisted steel cheat meal um random pictures of food now those are kind of far and few between like the the cheap meals i missed man. those dude did you see the one i did um i did it while i was getting in my car to come home it was like a tuna burger 
There was maybe a little bit before. <laughs> yeah. Dude. This, yeah. So it used to be a bunch of cheat meals and some fitness. And now it's mostly fitness. And now it's mostly kettlebell juggling on there. But you can also go to train615.com, check out my gym. That has nothing to do with kettlebell juggling, but it's still pretty cool. What's going on, guys? That was Caveman with CavemanBarbell.com, Phil, Yawstraining.com, and Dion at GamerFence.com. We are joined today by a special guest. Twisted Steel Cheat Meal, Gavin. Gavin can be located on Instagram, Twisted underscore Steel underscore Cheat underscore Meal. He can also be found at www.train615.com. The fitness roundtable is more of a discussion than anything. We hope you enjoyed. Leave a like, subscribe. Stay fit, stay strong, stay educated.